1: <laughs> hey guys welcome to the show let me bring out we have an awesome panel today uh he is the host uh, a co-host of the bi-weekly american history podcast the dollop they have a new book the united states of absurdity dave anthony Uh, He is a writer for Inside Amy Schumer and the upcoming Louis C.K. and Albert Brooks cartoon, The Cops, Mike Lawrence. And she's an actress and comedian who hosts the sex-positive comedy talk show, Lady Freak, Grace Parra. I want to say, you know, I didn't say this. We had Gareth Reynolds on the podcast last week, who is your co-host. Yes. The dollop is... One of my favorite shows. You should check it out. I didn't say this last week when I said it to Gareth behind, but like when we were off stage. But who gives a shit? Uh, You guys should check out the Dollop. I fucking love your podcast.
2: Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Very nice. Thank you. Um, I I feel weird about compliments. Oh, you don't like compliments? I I don't. They make me feel weird. I think it's
3: nice to see men compliment each other. Frankly. Mm -hmm. I
2: like your (laughs) podcast.
4: Of all the podcasts I don't listen to, yours is one of them. See? (laughs) See? We could all do that.
1: Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. What a week.
3: Oh, my (sighs) God. What a week.
1: What a week.
3: What happened?
1: Let's get into it.
4: Um, Previously on Country Falling Apart.
1: (laughs) Uh, I have written on the top of my my card here, it's not the crime, it's the cover-up, but also the crime. (laughs) So... One thing that, that, uh, that we talked about last week is, is we'll know that things have changed because it'll feel different. Because what matters isn't, you know, the technicality of the law. What, because whatever happens to Trump will be a political question. And this week felt different. So let's, let's run through what happened in the past, say, 10 days. <laughs> uh, Trump fires Comey on Tuesday, May 9th. On Friday, May 12th, he threatens Comey with tapes, which continues to be fucking hilarious. Because... <laughs> The idea that Donald Trump on the recording would come across better than James Comey is hilarious, oh. which is how you know there probably aren't tapes.
4: Yeah.
1: He
2: tapes everything. He's been taping everything for years.
1: There was that story that said that uh, in a meeting with several reporters, he just said out loud, can I get a Diet Coke? And
2: then one came in. <laughs> yeah, he has a Coke butler. He, does. he has a guy that he just presses a button and the guy brings him a Coke.
3: I kind of want to be that guy for exactly one day, and then never step into the White House ever again. I think it would be scarring. I want
4: to. Yeah, like being the guy who's just there to give Donald Trump a Diet Coke exactly. is like being the person that runs the McDonald's in Richie Rich's mansion.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
4: It's the most low class job in the most high class place. Lots of fans of the 1994 Richie Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Um, John Laurie Kitt's character in that is our president now. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) Holy
1: shit. You're damn right. The guy tried to blow up Rushmore. (laughs) Don't think I'm not going to know the plot of that movie. The kid had a roller coaster in his backyard. It was a fantasy. So, (laughs) May 16th, we find out that Comey was writing down memos of his every exchange with Donald Trump, to which the White House said, oh
2: no. <laughs>
5: yeah, uh, that,
2: that was by far the best news that we, everyone went, yes, yes, yes. oh, 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 this is a thing. <laughs> well, it's fantastic because uh,
1: as we all know, we've been a fan of James Comey the whole time. Um, and we don't remember ever having a problem with him because we have known him to be an honorable and
4: decent man. Well, there's a woman there with a Comey as you are t-shirt. You know? <laughs> so yesterday, several Republicans
1: said that uh, Trump was obviously not being serious. He was just joking, which is, of course, why you tell your attorney general to leave the room before right. you tell the joke. When you, when you have a really good joke, you say, attorney general, please leave the room. I'd like to have privacy with my FBI director before I begin begin the setup. <laughs> So that happens. Anyway, yesterday, a special prosecutor was assigned by uh, Rosenstein. Uh, the, yes. Oh, Rosenstein, and fast. Rosenstein, who's not fucking around, it did not like being a patsy mm-hmm. for Donald Trump, said, Oh, you want a special prosecutor? I'm going to give you Mueller. Mueller was the Comey before Comey was the Comey. <laughs> Mueller was the insufferable guy who played by the rules before Comey was the insufferable guy who played by the rules. You've been double (laughs) Comey'd. Replacing Comey with a Comey. Today, Michael Flynn, who's great, (laughs) (laughs) through his lawyer said he will not honor a congressional subpoena for information, which means he'll probably at some point be held in contempt of Congress unless these guys chicken out, which is very possible. Today, there was also a, uh, I believe, a closed-door briefing out of which senators came out and said it sounds like Mueller is not just pursuing an investigation, but he's pursuing a criminal investigation. And then this afternoon, a story came out in the New York Times, like right before the show, laying out all the different times Comey felt uncomfortable dealing with Donald Trump. (laughs) I read
2: that. (laughs) Including,
1: do you remember when when James Comey uh, was at the White House and Donald Trump pulled him in for a handshake? Yeah. There is a lovely anecdote in this story oh. in which James Comey, who I'd remind you is eight and a half feet tall, uh, he is uh, the giant from Stephen Sondheim's musical, In the Sky. He said that he was wearing a blue suit and tried to blend in with the curtains yes. in the blue room so that he wouldn't be spotted.
4: Oh, that's awesome. Comiflage.
5: So <laughs> so yes.
1: Mike Lawrence, I think you just named an episode. Yes. <laughs> Congrats to you.
4: That's a parachute gift card with your name on it. <laughs> so, so that is today. So do you know Comey Come, come, kome, Come, kome, Keep it going,
3: yes.
2: Now it's an
4: embarrassment title. of riches. <laughs>
2: Do you, know, do you know what that handshake pull-in is? What? It's, a, it's an old used car dealer move where you try to establish dominance upon meeting another person. You pull them in, and that means their animal brain goes, he is stronger. So it's a really, really stupid thing.
4: <laughs> it's also one of Scorpion's super moves in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> Grace, I want to I have
3: a question. I have a question. He was wearing a blue suit going into this interaction, so he knew that there were blue curtains, so he knew that he was going to yeah. have to wear camouflage going into this. Yeah.
1: James Comey is always two steps ahead. The, guy, yes. the yes. guy who's been playing fucking chess since July of 2016. <laughs> I forgive him the letter at this point. Let bygones be bygones. Who can remember a letter about the thing? We don't even remember the what letter. What letter that elected Trump, even though the failure of the Democratic Party for That's years left the door open. Dave, I'm getting ahead of you. I know why you're here, Dave.
2: Look at Dave. But let me just say, if you wear a blue suit and there's blue curtains, then people are just like, what's with that fucking head? <laughs> just a <the> floating head? <laughs> and also it's seven
1: feet off the ground. Yes. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say that the feeling of reading the news this week has been, if we're being honest, a little bit like candy, right? Yes. Like, we're, we're waiting for the next story. It's very exciting. We can't get our fix. So the question is, this feels different, but are we getting our hopes up?
2: Yes, we are getting our hopes up. Look, at the end of the day, you're waiting for the Republicans to do something, mm-hmm. and they're not going to do shit. Because, in my opinion, they would like to keep this going on until... Mm, three years and then they can take him out and put Pence in and then Pence can run for two terms. Mm-hmm. They would like to have this shit for ten years. So they're hoping this dumb idiot can survive for a while and they're going to do everything they can to leave him there.
1: No applause for that. Weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, so I think that's, so I, I think that's, you know, probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's interesting is this week we finally saw some cracks in the Republican wall. So Jason Chaffetz demanded Tuesday that the FBI turn over all documents on communications between Trump and Comey. Senator Bob Corker said, quote, obviously they're in a downward spiral right now, and they've got to figure out a way to come to grips with all that's happening. Rep. Adam Kinzinger, who is no liberal, what we're hearing is very concerning, very frightening. I think the American people deserve answers. And then, of course, Speaker Ryan, there are some people out there who want to harm the president. (laughs) But yeah, well, wait, that's true. That is true. Factually, factual so far. But we have an obligation to carry out oversight, regardless of which party is in the White House. Which I will just be clear about something: Paul Ryan has not yet hit the bare minimum of his responsibility. I will let you know when he hits the bare minimum. It's not nothing anymore, but it's not the bare minimum.
2: Well, it's something, but I still think that they won't act until it's overwhelming, and it's not overwhelming yet. I, mean, I, don't I, know. I don't
3: even know if they're going to act at that point. Here, here's another distinction that I want to bring up. I also think there's a distinction between impeachment and actually getting him out of office because we've had a couple impeachments historically and we haven't actually had those presidents leave office. So I think that even in the most... In, in a situation where Trump would be impeached, which again is super crazy, and I'm no legal eagle, but I feel like that's something that's probably unlikely, I still think that getting him actually out of the office is going to be very difficult.
4: I mean, the thing is, the system had to get... <laughs> broken to get this far and we have to have faith that it's fixed enough already for him to get out of office.
2: Right.
1: Yeah.
4: It's totally shattered. Like,
2: what... what the system that's set up is, does not exist.
1: Right. It feels a little bit like, you know, these Republicans that kind of sold their soul to get behind Trump have been always saying, like, we set a very big fire in a very dry forest, but we promise to keep an eye on it. <laughs> We're going to watch it. And if we think... It's going to burn most of the San Fernando Valley. We'll probably, we'll really try to step in before it reaches a community. Uh, and and this week it was like, oh, it's getting pretty high that fire, <laughs> and it has definitely jumped a few barriers. We are
2: concerned. I think the law enforcement communities, not starting with the firing of call me i think they've been wanting to take out trump since he got in there from what i've heard i've heard people in law enforcement talk about this they want to hit him with shit so hard it puts him in prison for life like they don't want to go we kind of have enough to put take you out of office they want to slam him so he is done as a human i wonder if uh firing the FBI
1: director and then lying about it. As a, because the White House did tell me that that was going to improve morale at the FBI. And so far it does not seem like that is true.
2: But come on, the way they did it, it was like you, would, you wouldn't even do it in 24. People would be like that's not real. It's on screen fucking behind him. It's crazy. If you were the
1: manager of a Quiznos, that is not how you would fire your, like, okay. You're the manager of a Quiznos. And look, you don't know how you got into this situation, but you're kind of in debt and you look, some 10 dollar bills have been disappearing from the till into your pocket. And you look to your right and this kid, he's uh, got a scholarship uh, to the University of Virginia. He's a smart guy. Uh, worked really hard. Comes from like a pretty this is so fucked elaborate. up, I'm, fucked I'm, I'm up background. I I I'm the turning for in. it. Quiznos um, is not simple. <laughs> he's been on the honor roll his whole life. The subs there. Uh, and basically, you know, this is, you know, he's got a scholarship, but he works at night at the Quiznos because uh, his mother hasn't been feeling well, and she's been doing her best. Uh, you know, she doesn't want to be a burden, but you know, she throws in—he throws in some money from Quiznos to take care of her. So he, like, he does his class, does his schoolwork as best as he can in the mornings. Mm-hmm. He goes to class, then he goes to Quiznos. He's exhausted, but this is this is his life, and and he—he's a guy that loves—he loves his mother. You know, she took care of him when he needed her. And one day, you know, he's cleaning up, he's putting some turkey away, and he looks to his right, and he sees. He sees the manager take the $10 and put it in his pocket and you know, he goes back to his phone and he texts his girlfriend and his girlfriend is awesome, by the way. Um, and they're a great couple. They're like one of those couples that make each other better but you're not Je- you love being around them. Their text- names
4: are Jeff and Jenna and they <laughs> love the alliteration and they say it all the time. J and
1: J! And anyway, she, he, you know, Jeff texts Jenna and he's like, I just saw this and I don't know what to do. And anyway, the next day he comes in and he finds out that he's been fired by the manager. And but uh, it was
2: done in Turkey on the yeah. <laughs> spelled, spelled out. out. And,
1: and it comes back in, and his key. He's been opening up in the morning before class, and he comes back in and he finds out that he's been fired because they told him that uh, uh, he's been stealing from the till.
3: Coming to the CW 2017. I, I thought, and
1: then I thought
2: that Mike would be dropped. Did you guys think
1: there
4: was going to be an end to that analogy? Sometimes that story was like eating at Quiznos. I was looking forward to it, and then it wasn't as satisfying as I wanted it to be. <laughs>
5: That's good.
4: <laughs> anyway,
1: I don't know if you guys were following it. Comey is the young kid doing his best. He's the Wait, He's what? The yeah. Trump is the general manager who's been stealing from the till, and Pence is just a creep outside. <laughs> Yeah. By the way,
3: can I just interrupt this to say that if and when Mike Pence becomes our president, I'm so over Melania as first lady and I can't wait for Mother Pence to take over. I mean, what kind of a journey are we going to be on together with her?
1: Can we call her mother? Are we sure that Melania is ready for the adjustment of pretending she's not first lady to actually not being first lady? <laughs> Just, like, occasionally posting pictures of Baron Trump to her Instagram and then just hiding from the choices that she's made <laughs> <laughs> in her palace of gold. <laughs> so, this is all ongoing. Obviously, there's been a lot of very fun talk about things like the 25th Amendment and impeachment, and it feels, it's a nice little flight of fancy. But as Dave rightly points out, we are a long way away Uh, from removing Trump from office. And all the while, the work of the Trump administration goes on. Uh, Sheriff Clark, who is a stone-cold maniac. Murderer. A murderer.
2: uh, Murderer. A killer of Mm -hmm. humans. He is a killer. He he put a man in a cell and left him there with no food and water until he died. He is a murderer. And maybe the next assistant uh, secretary for Homeland Security. Also that. You know why? Because he's a murderer.
1: So so that's somebody that may end up with a national security job. Uh, Jeff Sessions brought d- back... does he
2: have to be voted in by anybody, or does he I'm just not, get the job?
1: I'm not sure if it's Senate confirmable. Okay, because uh, that's horrifying. I believe he wants a Senate confirmable job, which I think is kind of an impossibility. But I think he's been angling for an inside-the-administration job regardless. Uh, Jeff Sessions brought back, uh, rolled back Obama-era criminal justice reforms, which is bananas, right? He is one of two or three members of the U.S. Senate who believes that we are under-incarcerating people even though we are the most incarcerated country on earth. It is outside the mainstream. It's outside of the Koch brothers, of what liberals want, of what conservatives want. It is crazy. It's
2: oddly what white supremacists want. Yeah,
1: weird coincidence there. You know, at a certain point, it's like, how little do you have to care about disparities in the execution of these laws to, you know... For Jeff Sessions, it does not appear that the racism in the criminal justice system is a bug. It is a feature. Uh, Betsy DeVos, our hero, revealed that the first full education budget will have deep cuts to public school programs. Meanwhile, the 13 men in the Senate on the uh, all-male health care bill writing committee, the uh, uh, AMHCWBCRK, they are continuing their work of writing this bill. A congressional committee did already vote to repeal Dodd-Frank. You know, Dave, this is something you've talked about on Twitter on a feed that is, I'd say, uh, worrying to maybe people that care about you uh, (laughs) in terms of the tone, frequency, uh, voice, you know, regardless.
2: No, it's understandable. Uh, My wife can't read it.
1: But the point point that you've been making is, you know, the effect of repealing Dodd-Frank or the effect of a bank being able to take somebody out of their home with impunity matters much more to people than any investigation about Russia that any scandal about collusion and that we might be making a mistake by focusing on the wrong things.
2: Yeah, I mean, to me, we're, we're so focused on Trump and getting him out of office, but those investigations are happening. We should be focused on the groundwork, the stuff, all the stuff you just talked about, is we should be out in the streets. We should be throwing fits about that stuff because while he's doing this and everyone's focused on it, they're tearing everything that we built up mm. apart. They're destroying it. Completely, and everyone's just talking about Russia and Trump, and over here it's being destroyed. And all those, I was just, I was just, uh, just did a tour out in the Midwest, and we got off the highway one time, and you just, you forget, you're like, it's like a bomb went off. Mm-hmm. It's like a bomb went off out there, and so those people don't give a flying fuck about Russia. They care about their house and paying their rent. And that they have two jobs, or it's staying in this country,
3: by the way, which is another thing that's happening at alarming rates right now: deportations. And- well, not in the
4: Midwest, but yeah, the other <laughs> yeah, place. you're right. That's true.
3: <laughs> but you know, te- Texas obviously is a hotbed right now of immigration. Uh, you know, and, and and problems that are arising right there right now are so troubling, so troubling. And these are these. I mean, Greg, I don't know if you guys know what's going on with Texas and SB four and Greg Abbott, who's somebody who is now. Uh, threatening other people in the state, government officials who are daring to say that there are s- places in Texas that need to be sanctuary cities. The whole notion of sanctuary yeah. cities is coming under fire in Texas right now, and there are people's lives and families that are at stake, uh, and it's, it's, so, it's so disheartening, but I think you're getting at something really important, which is the fact that we are all talking about Comey, and we're all talking about Russia, and we're not talking about the fucking people who live in this country right now whose lives are, are, are their livelihoods are at stake. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks I guys I
2: think that's right But the media, is not, the media is not talking about it The media is talking about Trump right That's yeah. all that's on MSNBC And this, here, here's a conversation I had With an MSNBC producer In uh, February I said what What in the fuck are you guys doing with Trump And he said look We're building him up And then we're going to take him down in the general That's an MSNBC producer to my face That's what they're doing. Still, they're still all about Trump, and all this other shit's happening.
3: Everybody in this room just took a sip of their alcohol at the same time.
2: I I (laughs) because I looked at him and I said he's gonna fucking win, and he was like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) when we come back, (laughs) a segment we call Okay, stop.
1: This is OK Stop. We play a clip from the news and we, we pause as we go to analyze it. This week we have a clip from Trump's press conference with the President of Colombia on Rosenstein's decision to assign a special prosecutor uh, and whether or not he's currently enduring a witch hunt. This was earlier today. Let's roll the clip.
7: Does anybody have any questions? <laughs> I'm shocked.
1: OK Stop. <laughs> they laughed because he obstructed justice. Let's keep going.
7: Mr. President, let's get your reaction to. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein's decision to appoint a special counsel uh, to investigate the Russia, Russian interference in the campaign. Was this the right move, or is this part of a witch hunt? Well, I respect the move, but the entire thing has been a witch hunt. Okay, stop. And, uh, were-
1: hey, John Carl of ABC. Listen, we've had our differences. We've had our agreements. That's two human beings figuring everything out together. You don't need to feed Trump an option. Because <laughs> he'll fucking take it every time. Is this a reasonable look at the crimes you very likely committed? Or is this a bullshit scandal? Thank you for the question. Bullshit scandal! Bullshit scandal!
4: Can no we stop using... Please, oh, oh, please supposed stop. To say stop. Just, yeah. The Jewish person, can you please stop? Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, but it's... We stopped using witch hunt. Like, witch hunt was because, like, Puritan assholes hated women and pretended they had magical powers. He's a criminal that caused a crime. Like, he's the exact kind of person that would have hunted witches 400 years ago. Right.
3: Yeah. By the way, I don't know how many how many uh, how many Mexicans or ethnics there are out there, but a lot of us who ha- okay great awesome some of us who have uh, curandera in our background, which is witch in Spanish, would never claim Trump as one of our own. So, just clarifying that as well.
4: That was very cool. He's more he's more of, it's it's more of a intricate. goblin than a witch. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that all allowed.
7: Certainly myself and my campaign, but I can always speak for myself and the Russians. Zero. Uh, I think oh, it divides. wait, stop.
2: Did he just say he can speak for the Russians? No. Uh, Dave, I,
1: I had the same thought when I first heard it. I can only speak for myself and the Russians, zero. Now I know what you're thinking. That's so articulate. How could I possibly misunderstand it? Here's the thing you have to realize. He was a dotty old racist before he was too old to be president. We elected someone totally unsuitable to the job and he's in decline. The point I believe he was trying to make is actually very interesting. He was saying, I can only speak for myself and the Russians, zero. But Uh, keep in mind, he's throwing everybody else under the bus. He's like, all right, at first I could say, you know, I've been reading these news stories, and you know, I'm not able to really follow a story that doesn't have my name in every paragraph. But somebody did tell me that I should stop assuming that some of the people around me weren't colluding. So you're starting to see his way out, right? Which is to say, I can't speak for Mike Flynn anymore. I can't speak for Paul Manafort but I can speak for me, and I'm cool. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens.
7: I think we have uh, a very divided country because of that and many other things. Uh, okay, so stop. Ju-
4: <laughs> because of you, asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Dan, Dan, Dan Pfeiffer, who is a co-host of Pod of America, had a great line about this. A lot of Fife... Well, fi- five, oh, five,
3: five fans.
1: Uh, Dan had a great line, which is, it is such a shame that our unifier-in-chief is no longer able to pursue his agenda of tolerance due to the fact that he's being unfairly accused of crimes.
7: <laughs> that uh, we want to bring this great country of ours together, John. We have a lot of great things going on, so I hate to see anything...
3: Okay, stop. Dev- what great things are going on?
7: Um, well, he's giving a speech about...
4: Uh, War of the Planet of the Apes <laughs> is going to be very good. It's true. This is the third one. They, they rose in the first one. Then, then they dawned... And and now they're at war. A whole planet of the apes. It's a tremendous
1: war. This is, again, an aside. They've got so many people working on these movies. How do you do the first two movies, Rise of and Dawn of?
4: And how do you decide which one's first? It's like the monkey hit the alarm and then (laughs) woke up again, then hit the alarm and was like, oh, I've got to go to war now. (laughs) I just...
1: I enjoyed those films. I've seen them. I don't remember which one was first. Does the rise of the apes come before the dawn of the apes? It, what it, time was their alarm set for? Was
7: it sunny when they woke up or not?
2: The, first, broke, one, just, the first one I changed
7: I'm fine with whatever people want to do, but... Oh, we stop!
2: Have... We want to impeach you! <laughs> back to what he we said it! To we do. can do it! He said it!
7: Get back to running this country really really well we've made tremendous progress in the last hundred and some odd days tremendous progress and you see job numbers you see uh, all of the production that's starting uh, okay stop
4: No, I just wanted them to stop (laughs) (laughs) and I like having the power to do that you know that whole room wanted to do that and also the Zach Morris fan in me just always wanted to do that
7: I'm very proud of it that's what I want to be focused on because believe me, there's no collusion. Uh, Russia is fine. Uh-huh.
4: But whether okay, it's stop. Or...
7: stop.
4: Someone taught him the word collusion a minute ago.
2: <laughs> I just, what? <laughs> what does he mean? Russia is fine. It's... By the way, Russia's fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... I was once <laughs> in a collusion in my limousine. <laughs> we ran over a very nice Filipino family. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. They were very rude, they were not nice.
1: I think it's fascinating that in an answer about how he promises, believe me, I did not collude with Russia, it was necessary for him to point out that Russia is great. (laughs) It's really... It's insane.
2: He's lying so much that his brain is constantly spinning while he's talking, try to f- figure out how to avoid the lies that he's said, and it's getting worse every day. Right, he can't. He can't keep track of it all. He, right. It's. I think he's
1: he's running into a problem, which is he's always been a liar, but yeah. he's never been this old before.
2: He's never.
4: <laughs> he's or in all... front of this many people, For sure. know? Like, Well, he's yeah. never
2: been. He's always gotten sure. away. He's gotten away with tons of shit. Uh, He's always gotten away with shit. This guy should have been in jail a million times. He's gotten away with tons of shit. So this is what he does. This is his way of... He is a CEO. They get to do whatever the fuck they want. They don't go to jail.
7: My total priority, believe me, is the United States of America. So thank you very much.
3: Okay, stop. That's what somebody says when their total priority is not the United States of America. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I do not
2: think he's putting America first. No. I hate to say it. I I feel like, and I, I might be talking out of my ass, but I feel like if you give up confidential information to the russians because you're bragging that maybe america is not your first thing
1: well what's amazing about that is he divulged incredibly sensitive information to our adversaries in the oval office a meeting that was personally requested by vladimir putin and it's not even like the third biggest story of
2: the fucking week (laughs) Yeah, yeah It's, it's bananas. The, the thing he divulged is why they're talking about not allowing laptops on planes. And it all is one fucking city, and there's some poor guy in there who gave up the information that might now have his head cut off. Like, it's It's Jeff from Quiznos. <laughs> it's, it's the guy from Quiznos. The
4: thing is, there's so much stuff that it's all subplots, and there's no main plot anymore. It, it, right. It's literally like the... Five episodes in the middle of Game of Thrones when they don't have enough budget to do anything?
7: It's <laughs> le-
1: yes, it's late season Sopranos. They've introduced a bunch of new villains. Yeah, It's very hard to keep track of what's going on.
4: This, this is Marie's kleptomania from season three of Breaking Bad. That's what this shit is.
1: But, oh my. Look at like Hank
4: can't figure out Walt yet, so we're just filling time right now. <laughs>
1: when we come back, a new segment we're calling... That's so Rubio.
6: (laughs) All right, people, we all know the stakes of the 2024 election are high, whether it's keeping the Senate taking back the House or stopping Republicans at the state level. If you're ready to make a real difference, sign up for Vote Save America's 2024 volunteer program. This message has been paid for by Vote Save America. You can learn more at votesaveamerica.com, and this ad has not been authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Are you like me and tracking the polls obsessively this election year? Well, Dan Pfeiffer's right there with you, and he's taking them seriously, but not literally.
2: Take an average of the polls.
6: To get access, subscribe to our Friends of the Pod community only at crooked.com slash friends.
1: And we're back. Uh, This is a segment called That's So Rubio. Uh, Here's how this works. Uh, Under each of your chairs is a card Uh, and we have a mic in the audience. uh, would someone like to play a game called That's So Rubio today? <laughs> do you have the mic?
2: I, do. I uh, do. What's your name? Karen.
1: Karen, thank you for being here.
5: Absolutely. I'm
2: delighted. Uh,
1: let me tell you how the game works. Okay. okay. We have four quotes. Three of them are real quotes. Uh,
5: <laughs> are you I, sure?
1: <laughs> yes. Now, it sounds like you are aware of the fact that often I do lie. <laughs> However... It turns out you can only lie two people's faces three times in a row (laughs) before you do have to play the game for real. (laughs) So we are playing the game for real. These are three real Rubio quotes and one that we have made up. They are each meant to demonstrate the the innate, uh, I would say, uh, cowardice, the pusillanimous nature of one Marco Rubio. By the way, I just won five bucks for using that word. (laughs) And one of them is not real. It is your job oh. to tell us which quote is not so Rubio, <laughs> even though hard, it's quite you're Rubio. i are
3: really good at making up Rubio. I know from Twitter. You do great, Rubio. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> There's so Karen. much chemistry happening right now.
2: Gladdery will
1: get you everywhere, Karen. <laughs> so let's start.
2: Okay. I feel like you guys are on a date.
1: Karen, I have some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. (laughs) Quote number one, on Trump's decision to fire Comey, I have this one, on the decision the president made, quote, it's a decision the president has made. (laughs) Dave is up, the next quote, this is a quote on Donald Trump appointing a special prosecutor.
2: Let's get to the bottom of whatever happened, if anything happened, (laughs) which it may not have.
1: Quote number three, Mike coming at us. This is a quote on governing while Trump is being investigated for ties to Russia.
4: Certainly it's less than ideal, but it is what it is. (laughs) Which could also be from my wife having sex with me.
1: Mike, that's funny. Grace, you're up next. Uh, This next quote is on whether Trump compromised intelligence... When he met with the Russians,
3: I'm not saying the news articles are wrong. I'm not saying that they are right. <laughs> oh. How are three of these real? Karen. Oh, this
5: is hard. Very, uh, I
1: please know speak yours. into the mic a little bit. I know bit more. the
2: one that you did is what he he actually said that. So you know that one is real? I believe
5: so, yes.
1: Okay, so we've ruled out it's a decision the president has made. Just to refresh our memory, we have, let's get to the bottom of whatever happened, which it may not have. We have, certainly it's less than ideal, but it is what it is. And we have, I'm not saying the news articles are wrong. I'm not saying that they are right. Which one is fake? Which one is so, which two are so Rubio? I'm not sure about the second. They're all so Rubio. They're all so Rubio. Which one do you want to choose?
5: I... You know, I'm still a little bit nervous that they're all true, because I know your, you know, history. Karen. Oh, yes. (laughs) You
2: are stalling. Okay. Karen. Yes.
1: (laughs) Two of these quotes are true. One of them I wrote this afternoon. I promise.
5: Uh, Well, I think it's the, maybe the news articles are right, but maybe they're wrong. Karen. Uh Uh-oh.
1: You've lost.
5: (laughs) I'm so He sad.
1: said that. The one that I wrote is, let's get to the bottom of whatever happened. If anything had happened, which it may not have. He said they may be right, they may be wrong. He wow. said all of those. But Karen, it isn't your fault. Rubio is impossibly terrible. Uh, it's hard to imagine a United States senator who once said Donald Trump couldn't be trusted with the nuclear codes, could have shrunk to such a tiny size <laughs> in a matter of months, but he did. So Karen, I want to yes. thank you for playing the game today. Um. And I want you to know. You keep, you keep that, you remember what you did. Thank
2: you. And
1: I want you to know that you still win <gasps> the parachute gift cards. Yeah!
2: There are no <laughs> losers here.
1: There are no losers here. Guys, we've got a lot of nonsense. We've got collusion and obstruction and all the rest happening every day. And as Grace pointed out, under the surface, there's a ton of immigration actions going on uh, that are actually hurting people every single day. That's what I wanted to focus on this week because there's actually something people can do right now. On day five of Trump's presidency, he signed an executive order promising to defund local governments that participate in sanctuary cities, which basically are cities that don't participate in deportations of people who are nonviolent, right? That, that lets people come out of the shadows and report crimes and participate in life because it makes cities safer. Currently, 69 sanctuary cities are declining federal requests to hold arrestees in jail for immigration violations alone. Uh, and last month, a federal judge in California temporarily blocked the president's order to defund these cities because it is unconstitutional. Uh, and that's something that's been reaffirmed by six attorneys general across the country. Sanctuary cities are safer. On average, counties that did not comply with ICE requests had 35.5 fewer crimes per 10,000 people because local police can focus on violent crimes and because members of the community are not afraid to report crimes to their local officials. Already we have seen that, that people are afraid to come forward because they do not trust the capricious nature of the enforcement of of this immigration order, and that means people that are victims of sexual assault, that means people that are victims of crime, Can't people that are victims of gang crime can't come forward. Uh, new data shows that the Trump administration deportation rate is 40% higher than under Obama. They claim that they're pursuing criminals, but Barack Obama was pursuing criminals. And by the way, even under Barack Obama, good people, undocumented people who are just doing their jobs and, and, and who came here for a better life were also swept up in this. And even though he did a great job to reduce that, that was still going on, and we shouldn't pretend otherwise, but... But Donald Trump has sort of put the pedal to the metal on this. Um, Right now, sanctuary city is not a term of art, right? We know we hear the term, but it doesn't actually apply to any specific set of legal rules. The ACLU right now has kind of put out some guidance on a set of policies that cities and localities can put into place to say we are what they're calling freedom cities. I don't know if you can rebrand it. I'm going to stick with sanctuary cities for now. (laughs) Well, let's see if it takes ACLU one thing at a time, guys. We're doing marketing, too? Do we have enough on our fucking plates, guys?
5: (laughs)
2: Got to keep it a little bit well, light. Freedom City sounds like something from The Purge. <laughs> <laughs> so the ACLU has
1: created this set of rules. ACLU lawyers are fighting back right now, but they've just launched something new, which is you can go to peoplepower.org, and you can sign up to attend a local event with your neighbors to talk to the law enforcement to figure out how you can approach The government in your area to make sure they're putting in place these sort of nine simple rules that will protect people in the community and keep communities safer because it really is ultimately about protecting people both Americans and undocumented people who are nonviolent and are just living their fucking lives right and and by the way who came to this country because we told them to Mm -hmm. and we created an entire system built around their ability to work here where the only person who could ever be punished You know, we get the cheap food, we get the cheap clothes, we get the cheap everything, the businesses get the cheap uh, employees, and then when Donald Trump decides it's time to bring the hammer down, the only people who pay the price for a 30-year-old failure on the part of our government are the the people that are just here doing a
2: fucking job. Mm -hmm. So, it's also also the people that came here when they were two, and they've spent their whole life here. A, A young woman was just arrested, she's 16, she was just arrested in Boyle Heights today, Ice uh, went to her house and her family wouldn't let them in and they saw her pull up and they arrested her and she's lived her entire life in Los Angeles. She doesn't know Mexico. That's where they're going to send her. Insane.
3: Yeah, insane.
1: So you can go to peoplepower.org. You can sign up. I signed up today. Mm -hmm. Tanya, she's out there. She went to one of their first meetings. And look, we keep talking about how there's incredible energy and this incredible enthusiasm, and I do believe that the single most important thing we can do right now is everything in our power to win the House, get the subpoena power, take the gavel out of Paul Ryan's hands, and punish these people for what they've done to this country, which uh, a country they, they claim to love but do not. But... Until we do that, there are things we can do right now and and if we claim that we really are going to be doing more than we did before, this is something that people can do right now. So go to peoplepower.org, sign up to become part of one of these local meetings. I'm going to go to one and
4: I hope to see you there.
1: (laughs) Mike, anything to add? Any 90s references?
4: No, I agree with all of this. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, you're being serious and I didn't want to be like, remember the little rascals? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know?
1: I'm so glad I turned to you at this moment. It was a perfect amount of levity before I say, and when we come back, (laughs) the rant wheel. (laughs) On the rant wheel this week, we have Joe Lieberman, Kim Guilfoyle, who's uh, vying for Sean Spicer's job, Joe Lieberman, quote, but then we get Pence, end quote, Joe Lieberman, (laughs) Handmaid's Tale again (laughs) Joe Lieberman an audience choice so here's how this works we spin the wheel and then we rant about it that's all there is to it let's do it it has landed on but then we get pence I I wanted to put this on here for a specific reason look it's a bit fanciful right now to talk about whether or not Trump leaves office, but I'll tell you that there's one thing I'm very sick of. I'm very sick of people saying to me, but isn't Pence just as bad? No. He is not just as bad. He is a creep and a dead-eyed zealot, and I cannot stand him. And he's not some, you know, in comparison to Trump, he's like some, treated as some wise old sage. He's a... D-plus fucking backbench member of Congress who was about to lose his Indiana governor's race or Senate race until he got thrown into this insane situation which was just a way to get out of uh, a losing election and then wound up being vice president of the United States. Mike Pence sucks. (laughs) But... We said for a year that Trump wasn't just an ordinary Republican, that he was different, that he was worse, that he couldn't do the job. We were right about that. So even though Pence will be terrible, we can fight him the normal way. We can fight him with politics. We can, we can beat him at the polls. We have to, we have to not... We, can't, we have to mean it when we say that Donald Trump is a world-historic threat to this country, which I believe it is. So don't tell me that Pence is just as bad. Uh, He's fucking not.
4: I look at it this way. If I have to get a painful root canal anyway, I'd at least like to get it from a dentist. You know?
1: (laughs) Not a baby with a hand grenade. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I can't believe that in some poor countries, people get root canals from babies with hand grenades. (laughs) Let's roll it
1: again. (laughs)
4: Even in a comedy game, Joe Lieberman can't get chosen for anything.
1: (laughs) It has landed on Kim Guilfoyle. I don't know if you saw this, but Kim Guilfoyle has been rumored to be a a potential replacement for Sean Spicer. And what's great is she gave an interview saying, Sean's a great guy. I'd love to replace him. (laughs) And it is amazing. But she's being honest,
2: and you'd think Trump would love that.
1: Well, what, what I love about it is that... In any other White House, Republican or Democrat, that would be seen as not a great way to try to get a job because nobody wants to hire the person publicly campaigning against someone currently in the job. No one wants that kind of shark in the building who's like being that manipulative and that kind of underhanded. And and Sean Spicer still works there.
3: Wow. I, I kind of love it. She's thirsty as fucking. I love when women are thirsty. They just go after exactly what it is that they want. They say it, and they're like, yes, feed me that from your teat. I'm into it. <laughs> why not? Also, I don't know anything about her, except I guess she's kind of hot and on Fox News. But, mm. Right, that's
2: why I think he would want her, because he's like, well, she's hot. Exactly. Right, it's sort of like, you
1: know, they come in with, like, a, a jar of credibility, and then when the jar runs out, and, like, Sean Spicer is now kind of, he's using the chip... To get the last bit of credibility
2: salsa <laughs> out of the bottom, I mean, and once that's out, his in comes shoes him. didn't match. And I know one was—I know one was orthopedic, but you can still make them the same color.
4: He's a sad guy. Uh, let's roll it again. <laughs> oh my God. Oh,
2: finally. Yeah.
3: Joe gets his choice. It has landed
1: on Joe Lieberman. Uh, He fought
4: against the audience getting a choice.
1: (laughs) This fucking guy. (laughs) He is now up for FBI director. The only qualification Joe Lieberman has for FBI director is he currently works for the law firm representing Donald Trump. (laughs) You not realize that?
5: I no, I did, not, I did not and know that. this
1: self-righteous guy said, campaigned for years against lobbyists, left and became a lobbyist. He personally removed from the Affordable Care Act a Medicare buy-in for people 55 and older. And I repeat this often because it's super important. Because there was a lot of people trying to kill the, the public option. The public option got the kind of murder on the Oregon Express treatment. Like nobody wanted to thrust in the knife, but they killed it. But Joe Lieberman single-handedly changed his mind on the Medicare buy-in for 55-plus, which raised the insurance prices for every person in this room. And it is probably in no small part because of Joe Lieberman that there are insurance companies pulling out of states, that the Affordable Care Act isn't working as well as it could, that very well may have cost us some seats in the House and in the Senate. And now Joe Lieberman is floated for being head of the FBI when... As far as I can tell, his only qualification is he is the most smug man in Washington. He
2: fucking sucks.
3: How is he still alive? I feel like he's been 79 he is, for 12 that's, years. No, he is,
2: that's actually, a, he's actually dead. That's actually part of this.
1: He's 75 just, years old, which would mean he'd be 85 at the end of his term at the head of the FBI.
2: That's perfect. Let's have a doddering old lunatic as the head of the FBI. The only reason he wants to put him there is because it makes us angry. That's why he's now fucking... up. Yeah. That's why the... the what's the, the sheriff's name? The black sheriff guy? Black. That he, sheriff Clark? That's why he's appointing him because he ma- it makes us... Fu- it, he's just a giant troll at this point. He's trolling all of us. It's government by uh, Twitter replies. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a bigger example of a traitor to what we've been fighting for in my life than Joe Lieberman. That's right. He's a straight-up traitor to everything.
5: The...
1: I, I want to come back to this Medicare buy-in thing (laughs) because it's such a good idea. Like, okay, we can't get a single payer through Congress. Okay, we can't even get a public option through Congress. Why not say to 55-year-olds who have trouble affording insurance because they're near retirement, they're, that, that you know older people cost more, they can get into the public program, they can pay for it. They'll pay for it like any other insurance, so they'll be removed from the market with everybody else so that young people and, 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 and people in their 30s and their 40s, they're not subsidizing older people. That they're, they're in the government system. It would lower costs for everybody. It would make sure that right now, like so many people between 55 and when they hit uh, Medicare age at 65, oh. they play... Re- they're they playing Russian roulette, right? They can't afford the insurance policies because they're too expensive. And you know some of them get bankrupted. Some of them spend down their insurance. Some of them end up in Medicaid. But this was a great idea. It was a simple compromise that he supported and then changed his mind purely because he represented the insurance companies in his state. And it was the one of the most despicable acts I'd ever seen in politics. And this is a person who was one of the chief architects of the war in Iraq, someone who, who, who really pursued that policy. But... There has been no single act that I have seen one senator commit that was more destructive than what Joe Lieberman did. And fuck them for thinking that we're going to support this guy when he goes to the FBI. Fuck that.
3: Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that.
1: Let's end with a little next week on Love It or Leave It. <laughs> Tom Brady, <laughs> Oprah, and Brendan Frazier. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Grace. Thank you guys for being here. And that's Love It or Leave It.